Welcome to episode 13 of Grown and Opinionated. I'm Sasha Brown, I guess. I'm Jabrilla. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why are you Jabrilla? I forgot to think Because of the, the draft this week for me is going to be all about the draft. Oh my God. And Jabril Peppers was drafted. So, and he was one of my faves so in what college. Oh, That's the part I don't like. The Browns. Where the fuck is that? Cleveland? Yes. Cleveland oh. Browns. But no, they wrecked it last year. They only won one game. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, my God. Well, nobody cares about football. It's playoff time for the NBA, so we don't. Well, I'm Jabrilla. Here. Oh, you could be Paparica. Jabrilla. <laughs> <laughs> His name's Jabril Peppers. My name's Jabril Paparica. Paparica. <laughs> Alright, so this week, um, I have a few things I wanna talk about. Basically, like I guess the episode we're just gonna talk about kids and I wanna talk about hair. And you know why I wanna talk about the hair? Because last Sunday, me and Mia, we went to the natural hair meetup in Philly and girl, girl, I am literally woke as fuck now. Before I was sleeping. And I hope my sister's not listening right now, but if you listen, I'm so sorry because you told me all of this stuff before, but I just didn't want to accept it. <laughs> I was watching a YouTube video, then I saw those girls, and I just believed yes. the hype. Tom, your sister Tom? Yes, she found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess because she done... Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, Tom, get on her. Because you to- I, she told me you told her, so you need to get on her, Tom. I know, because how long have I been saying... Um, those like that she tell me about the haircuts and everything. Basically, we went to this hair show. Well, not um, Jabrilla. She ain't want to go because she don't care about natural hair. Sure she don't. got she on that creamy crack. And like all of the things that we've been conditioned to believe about natural hair care, we found out wasn't true. Like, um, don't use sulfate. And remember, we had that whole big thing with the Pantene mm-hmm. and all of this other stuff. And we were washing our hair with conditioner. And the lady was like, if y'all don't wash y'all damn hair, and then coming to find out she had a shampoo name, wash your damn hair. (laughs) (laughs) But my sister had been telling me for years, like, I don't understand what you mean about this Because with the sulfate, you don't get real suds in your hair, right? Without it, no, you don't. See, I could... I would never be able to do that. Because even when I wash my body, I need to see the soap. When I wash my clothes, I need to see the soap. It's like, I think if I see the soap, it's getting clean. Well, basically, that's what the lady said. Like, I need to see it. She said, it's like rinsing. She called it like a Rubbermaid container. She was like, it's like rinsing a greasy Rubbermaid container. Basically, it's still greasy and everything until you get that soap in there and get that up. So, my sister had been telling me for years, and I tell you no lie, I was washing my hair, like, maybe once a month with regular, well, never regular shampoo. I did a clarifying shampoo once a month. Then, so she said, no, and wait, we when she said, you need sulfate, and so, um, Gia was like, oh, I met Mia, she was like, wait, did she just say we supposed to have that? Hold on, I gotta raise my hand <laughs> for clarification. <laughs> Girl, and then when the other one, she was talking about haircuts. So I, my hair, you know, it's a nice mm-hmm. length. And I tell everybody, I hang on to these raggedy asses. I don't and care. And I hate that. I hate, I always hated that. Oh my God. So I she was like, she said like. Cut them darn ears. Exactly. And it makes your hair look fuller. You're not all, and your hair won't look all limp. Like it's just, you just need it. And then it helps your hair grow. Every time I get my you're not on this creamy crack. When I, when I get my creamy crack, I get a, a, a clip. 
Well, that's I don't what care she how said. much it is. If it's two inches, three inches, cut it. I don't care. Well, that's what she said. So basically, I would get trims or whatever. But then, like one time, my sister she did my hair, and I said I told her I want to get ACL ass crack length hair, and I'm growing my hair, so I want to start getting the trims. I want to do this. So she was like, okay. Girl, when I saw all that hair on the floor, I said, oh, no, I don't want you to cut my hair anymore. <laughs> and she like, well, you need the trip. You got to cut your hair. And I was like, no, that's too much. That's too much. I just feel weird. And then the lady was saying, like, she said, yeah. She said, at my shop, basically, we're starting to call it um, the black girl cut. She said, y'all girls don't want your hair cut. She said, somebody told me it's called dusting. I'm like, what's your hair, lengthy or dusting? What you mean? <laughs> Just dusting and off the ends. Just basically, like what they tell you on the YouTube videos is that, like, say if you twist your hair, mm-hmm. when we do those twists to get the curls, that you just take the scissors and cut a little, the little ends but off. Then, and okay, so then we take the curls out. Your hair uh, um, uneven. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And y'all listen to that. Well, I never did it because I wouldn't put scissors to my hair. Um, but yeah, a lot of people. So do you're them. doing it basically just to get that one look, so it could be all even, but. No, because that's how you think you trim your ends. Oh, that's dumb. Or flat, like some people flat on it, and then they just take a little, like, whatever. But, yeah, so now I'm listening to my sister, Tom. I'm getting my hair cut. I'm doing everything because I'm getting the ass crackling. And what was the other thing that she told us that, um, girl, I just was doing everything wrong. I was using a a goth. Okay, that was last week. Did you start this week? Okay, so, full disclosure... I ain't wash my hair or do anything most of the week because I was really busy. So I just put the jam and put it in a ponytail. Well, but please don't use, just because she told you you could use sulfate, please just don't get shampoo because it's on sale. Please read to see what the shampoo is for and that it applies to you. So if your hair looks dry and you need moisture, get a moisturizing yeah. shampoo. Yeah, no, I'm asking. <laughs> oh, she read it. No, Damn, that was a read. Some people just get shampoo just to get shampoo. Well, when when I'm going to go back to their hair. I'm going to go back to using the regular Pantene. Because remember, I told you. But you, you know, Pantene has different ones. You have moisturizer. You have body. You have volume. Like, oh, no. I'm not going to get any volume or body. Yeah, I'm going to get you either the hydrating, so. the one for curls or moisture okay. or regular. Or even the um, long one. I'm going to get something. But I'm going to go back to my regular Pantene. So, fuck you, Pantene, with that gold label and the $10 you're trying to charge us for co-washing. No thanks. Um... <laughs> I'm going back, and then today I washed my hair with sulfate, but it was the Pantene Relaxed and Natural. I oh, washed my hair. So you don't need that one. I know, right? You and, did not relax. Well, it's relaxed and natural. Relax. Basically oh. for black people. That's just what they're trying to say. <laughs> like, here, here. And it's in a brown bottle and everything. That's the old one that I used to like. Remember I was okay. looking for it? So I, I still have some of the shampoo, so then I'm going to do that. And I did that today, and then I put my um, deep conditioner, the ORS, you know, those little yeah. packs. I buy the big bottles, mm-hmm. and I put that in. I put the bags on. I put a T-shirt around it and made my husband draw me to stop. <laughs> Why a T-shirt? To get that heat going. So I put the two bags, because, you know, I got a big-ass head with this hair. I put two bags on the um, shower caps. Mm-hmm. I put two of those on. Then I put the T-shirt and tied it around like a... Uh, Old school Joel Santana and them style. And then we went to Star. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they just thought you was coming in and robbed the joint. <laughs> okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, give me a macchiato. Now. <laughs> hey, 
And then, um, so then my sister, I, she was doing something today. So she was like, listen, just leave the deep conditioner in your hair. Cause I told her like, so I got, got stuff to do. Yeah. So okay. it's still in my hair. And then tomorrow we're going to rinse it out. I'm going to get a real cut. Like she say, and I'm going to do it like every four to six months and I'm going to get it blown out because honestly, it's just a little easier to do when it's blown out and, um, I'm going to get it blown out for a few weeks, but I don't want to have it blown out back to back yeah. because of that damage. So I'm going to blow it out and then I usually leave it like that for two or three weeks. Then I'll go. I know you cringing cause you wash your hair every week, but Black girls, other black girls, we don't do that shit. Like, but two to three weeks, and then I'm gonna go, um, the wash and go curly. And girls, oh, I, I gotta tell y'all about this. Wash and go does not mean wash and go. <laughs> and I actually watched the demonstration, and I'm sorry, Mia, because I made her watch like two or three of them because I was like, I gotta get this process down. It's like a whole process. So, why they call it wash and go? The fuck I know. That's what I said. They should say is wash, um, prepare, style, gel, dry, and then go. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really just throw some creamy crack in there. You don't got to worry about all that. No creamy crack. No creamy crack. No. But then the um lady, she was called the Curl Whisperer. So she was. It was really good. It was well worth. We spent like twenty dollars on a ticket for all VIP access. Oh. Or whatever. It was definitely worth it. So I learned a lot. Um, this hair gonna get the ass crack by the end of this year. Um, watch. And I've been stealing my daughter's um little gold balls, the bio team. She bought some from. <laughs> so why you gotta steal them? Why you just don't buy your own? Like I'm not understanding that. Like because I don't want to. I'm cheap. So I see her. She gave me a bottle of Main Xfinity or some shit. And basically, I was like, "Well, what you using?" And so she told me. So I was like, "Shit, I'm using that too." But <laughs> wait. <laughs> and then. I'm so stupid. The main Xfinity are like these capsules mm-hmm. with stuff in it. Okay. Hers are like little gold balls that you swallow. So instead of me swallowing the capsules, I opened them up and put them in my soda I was drinking. And then went to drink it. And I'm like, oh, this shit nasty. She said, why did you open them up and do that? I said, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody said what to do. Like, I want the gel part. Like, you ain't want the capsule part. Like, Oh, I didn't just... know just to swallow the whole thing. I thought that was the appropriate way to do it. Oh, you thought that? Oh, yes. That's what... uh-huh. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so what she told me. Then yeah. in the capsule, you didn't think that you're just supposed to just no. take the capsule. No. So I opened them. So you never them. heard of capsule medicine and um, not like that. They would look, they literally look like little. A capsule. Yeah, but, but it looks like that. Tylenol comes like that. Oh, I never had that. You never had a capsule aspirin? No. Really? They always hard. Hard white. Not, listen, hold on. I'll be doing that hard white, but not that hard white. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they hard white. Actually, Tylenol have some capsules. You could just open it up and you could really sprinkle it out. But yeah, it's a capsule that that melts in your mouth. Oh, no. I didn't know that. So I put it in a ginger ale soda. And she said. And wait, and she was like, and Did you, you put it drinking in? it? Of course, because okay. I want the ass crackling. <laughs> and I put it in ginger ale. She was like, and then you didn't even put it in water. You put it in ginger ale soda, so it was fuzzing and bu- whatever. It was a hot ass mess. But yeah, so I'm just taking her bio team pills 
Well, when she run out, <laughs> she'll just get more. <laughs> and I'm getting this here to ass crack length. We're going to do, I guess, because I don't mind if y'all see the back of me. I just don't want y'all to see my face right now. Um, So I guess. Do, let's do a what's your check. Call? I was about to say we could do it on Instagram, like pull it down. And now the girls, I see them on, what's the name? They make they those shirts, shirts and, and they put the lines. So then we'll just do that and see. And I'm going to keep up with it. Probably not. But I'm going to lie and say and be hopeful that I will keep up with it. Okay, we'll <laughs> We shall see. Well, since we're talking about hair, I guess it's only right that we get into the shame moisture controversy. Um, I was actually on Facebook, which I haven't done in forever. Mm-hmm. And it was like this long ass thread with all these memes with the shame moisture. And then on Instagram... Uh-huh. The lady had the video, which was fucking hilarious. She was like, oh, you want to put some white people in there? I'm throwing all your shit away. What? And then she go in there. She got a whole medicine cabinet full of it. And so she's like, I'm throwing this shit away. And then she look at the bottle or something. She's like, not that one. And then she goes to the other one. She's like, oh, that one no more. No, not that one. And then she's like, and then she like, when this shit run out, though, I ain't buying no more. I'm telling you. The CEO was actually on the breakfast club. Breakfast club, I was going to say, so I listened to find out what was going on. Yeah, I didn't hear it all. I just heard, you know, snippets, you know me. But you know what made me think a different type of way? Because at first, I'm not a fan of Shea Moisture, and now it's sold everywhere, and all of these other things. It's really commercial. Um, I really wasn't a fan of it, because number one, I didn't, I never been a subscriber that we need different Hair care. Because I just figured, like, hair's hair. Why do we need what's the name? Mm-hmm. But um, I just wasn't really a fan of it. But when I saw him and he said, it seemed like he was, like, so worried. He looked bothered, really worried, like, on his face. Did mm. you watch the video? No, I didn't no, watch you listen. Yeah, listen. He looked really worried. And then, like, Charlamagne was saying something to him. And he said, you have to remember, I started out selling soap on the streets of New York City. That's how I started this business. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, you know, that's a big thing. Like, yeah. for you to start there and then to go there. Um, so I was like, oh, I got a different view about it. But basically he's saying, like, we didn't approve the commercials that mm-hmm. went out. We didn't approve it. But, yes, we were doing it and mm-hmm. we were testing it. And he he didn't see a problem with it. And then Charlemagne also was like, oh, give him a break. It's two white women and all these years and all of this. And I'm like, the problem is this, is that you've made all this money um, off of black women and mm-hmm. saying that your products are for black women and for our hair. Now you're telling us, oh, we lied to y'all. It's for everybody. Like, you could be using the shit white people use too. And oh, okay. that's the problem. Had you just say, hey, you know, it's just hair care for everybody or, you know, products for everybody. But I guess the problem is, like, why can't we have our own shit if we going to have our own shit? True, true. So his, and then his, I think one um thing he said up there, like, they was expanding. So they started hooking up with other people. And they that's the part I didn't like because he was like, we hooked up with these other, um basically, we needed investors. So we wanted to go further than where we are, but of course that takes money. So we needed investors. So these investors, you know, they were white companies or whatever. And they are the ones that started doing the commercials and stuff. And I didn't like that because it's still your company. You still have that decision. Just because they invested doesn't mean they take total control. It depends so on what you say. gave up. 
for that true, money. True, but you still should have that say. Like, if you started off, this is black hair care, and this is for my people. Yeah, he said that, but you got to understand, we still, I'm still the CEO, I'm black, such and such is still in marketing, she's black, such and such is still in another department, they're black, or whatever. Okay, behind the scenes, they are black, but the face that you are showing, why would you show a white person? Mm-hmm. At least mix it up. Even mm-hmm. if you want to go to expand to a different market, put a wall in. Why are you just going to have just white people? But my thing is this, is that, so then, basically, you are a fraud. Because you have built your business and made your coin on marketing the black women, that this is your care, and they even have a men's line, too, mm-hmm. that this is for you, um... We're different. We have different needs, and we're fulfilling that need mm-hmm. where the big brands aren't. Where P and G and um, Johnson Johnson—they're not doing it for you. We're doing it, mm-hmm. and then you do this. So, like I said, it would have been a big deal if they had just said out from right the from the beginning, like this product isn't exclusive to black people. Um, it's everybody, mm-hmm. but and that's—I guess that's the problem I After, have. I, I, I hope it don't really hurt him that that much. Though. Well, after hearing the backstory, yeah. I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad for this. But I do have some, let me tell you, I do have some shade moisture black soap because my friend, mm-hmm. Jabrilla, forgot to bring me my black soap. So I was, um, I had to resort to shade moisture and I'm just not a fan of it. That I didn't like this soap. I had brought there because of course the coupon, it was on sale and they have this body wash. And I don't like it. I don't like the body wash. Yeah, it's some like, type of body wash, and I, I I wasn't a fan of that either. So I don't. I'm really. I never not tried a fan. the actual soap. I'm trying to think. Do I have one that I brought? I don't think so. That I never used. I know I had soap. I did like their shampoo though. I did like um their shampoo, and I used it with my hair, which is relaxed. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. Well, their thing isn't relaxed or natural. It's just that black. Well, from the beginning, it was black women that we have different hair care needs. Well, how? That's, so, why, that's why I need somebody to explain to me. How was our hair care needs different than a Caucasian woman? That's my point now. Now I'm getting to that point. It's like, so basically, all of these companies, you're making all of this money off of us saying that we need this stuff and... When actuality we don't, because the minute somebody offer y'all some money to say, "Hey, we want you to open it up to white people," y'all like, "Oh yeah, white people, y'all need this stuff too." So, and a lot of companies, like we were, co- I was complaining about the Pantene. Now they got that whole line, and they charge if it's not double. I would say probably almost triple what the regular Pantene costs. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to understand because if you make a hair care product and it promotes healthier hair. It promotes um, giving you that biotin to get longer hair. Don't everybody need that? If they want it, if that's what, if that's their goal or Girl. that's what they're trying to look for, what do it matter the texture of your hair? If you're putting biotin in there to give me longer hair, it don't matter the texture. Exactly. I so I'm not understanding I'm, that. Well, let me tell you, I'm woke as fuck now, so y'all ain't getting. Because no that's the me. only difference between us and Caucasian women is the texture. It's still hair. Girl, and I seen some Caucasian people with some nice, frizzy, curly hair. Hello, they get frizzy Frizz- hair. Uh-huh. So they so. need something that maintains that takes out the frizz. We get frizzy hair. We need something to take out that frizz. Like, girl, I keep it's telling just texture. you. I'm woke as fuck now because before I was being lied to. And Carol's daughter, um, the 
issue that she had was similar with her company was mm-hmm. that um to what you're saying about the guy with Shea Moisture. When she started, it was all natural. She was making it in the kitchen, and even when she expanded, it mm-hmm. was still all natural. Once she brought in all of these investors and all of these other things, and now you could find it. We could literally go across the street and find it in the Rite Aid, mm-hmm. when before you had to go to a special store and all of these things that... um. She promotes it, and she was one that did a campaign with Which I'm not mad at, the lighter people, white people, things like that, and also um, that basically it's not the all natural that it was before, because it's harder to make that in that capacity or whatever. But I don't know. So I guess it's an issue of selling out. But well, that's their goal. What's I tell y'all, <laughs> y'all every week. I come here every week and I work on this podcast because I want to sell out. I'm looking for combat fucking Jack every day. I'm trolling him. I'm doing whatever I want to sell out. I want to sell out. I want to buy. And that's I'm, their goal when they first start off. I want to make it big. I want somebody to come in. Take over, buy me out, invest in me, give me all this money. So I can have a whole production line, not just stand in my kitchen. That's the goal when they first start off. So it's an issue really of being honest about that. Because since day one, we did this podcast. Just be honest. You know that's what you want. I want to to sell out. To make that stuff in their kitchen. Where you're not going to make as much money as you want to make just by making it in your kitchen because you can't. But it's that not that. Enough. It's not about making it in the kitchen. It's about, say, if I say my product is all natural, we never use any, whatever the new thing mm-hmm. is, chemical that nobody wants. Then when I go and a company like, okay, we're going to give you a million dollars, but now you got to add that chemical in. And you say, all right. That's the that's the bad part about it. So, and perfect example here too. Like I say every week, I want to sell out because I do. Trust me, I do combat. Um, <laughs> but like if somebody came and they basically say, "Hey, we want y'all shucking and jiving. We want oh, y'all no, to do Medea style and put on wigs yeah, and yeah. um um pronounce words wrong on purpose and do things like that." That come all natural. Now that's natural. <laughs> We speak Newark and Jersey City, so we ain't got to worry about that. But if somebody came to, uh, came to me um, or you um, with that, I wouldn't go for that. I wouldn't either. And, wouldn't and right now, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, I don't care about money. Because, yeah, I need money. Everybody need money. That's mm-hmm. why it's money. But it's something that I stand for. I'm not going to be shucking and jiving and doing all of these other things. So I guess that's the part where we have an issue with selling out and Yeah, I guess um, it's the same people. as the um the what's his name? The chance the rapper being independent. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to get on a label when they tell you to do this, act this way, put this on and do mm-hmm. all that. Where look at him. He's making his money but he's still doing it the way he wants, he wants to. to. So if you want to buy in, that's fine, but I still need the ninety percent control. 90 shit i'm getting all of the creative control is mine um y'all can have all of the however y'all market y'all can do whatever y'all want with the product that i put out but y'all need to understand creative control is mine and that's um oh i love this topic because i always tell people especially if you're being creative if you're a single artist um actor director producer whatever first of all and it's not any um 
shameless plug for attorneys, but you must have somebody you must have somebody on your team to advocate for you. Because number one, what's gonna happen is that most artists you don't have money. Um, you're not rich and all of these rappers I know everybody come in the game with all the shit and mm-hmm. everybody I hear it all the time. And even artists that paint or whatever, y'all come into the game with every I know, I know, I know, y'all rich. But y'all really not. So when somebody comes to you and they're dangling that check and you know you need that money, you're willing to sign whatever. And you don't want to pay a couple of dollars to have an attorney to review the contract. Or if you, um, well, let me even go there. Some of them will pay the couple of dollars to review the contract and then just don't listen to the advice they get. It's like, so what the fuck you waste your money for if you were going to do it? But... That's how you end up in these positions when you start making these records, these diss songs about labels and um, complaining mm-hmm. all of the time. Get it because right the first time, exactly, you won't be in that position. Exactly. That creative control is so important. And I think that, um, oh my God, because you know I love Nas. Mm-hmm. And when he did that album and it was supposed to be called Nigger, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah. I mean, everybody was behind, everybody ready, like, oh yeah, he on that shit. And then it come out, and it's like a big end, and it's like all watered that, and it's like, hmm. we were disappointed because it's like you were the person who were you were the anti Jay Z. Like I'm not selling out. I don't do mm-hmm. things for money like that. Like this is who I am. And then you go there, and then it, basically they sell out. Yeah. Well, he had sold out once they gave him that eleven million dollars. And then they basically told him, like, listen, either we do this or it's not going to come out. And nobody wants to be in that position at all where you're giving up your creative control and somebody's taking, telling you what it should be when you know what it should be. So, I don't know. Um, You really, really, really need to be careful of that. Really need to be careful. Money isn't everything. Because once you lose them, it's hard to get those fans and people back on your side. So, um, but yeah, combat, I'm willing to sell out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do you hear me? (laughs) Uh, As long as you don't want me doing no second of job, we pretty much cool. (laughs) And I don't want anybody, I don't want to bring people on the show like I don't fuck with. So I hate that, like, oh, well... You just got to have this person here because we said so. And I just can't stand the motherfucker. Or I don't think they add anything to it. Mm-hmm. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I wouldn't mind somebody else to come in. Like, we could have another person. But you got to add something to it. It can't just be anything. Oh, that's true. That's true. All right. So, now we got into selling out. And we over <laughs> that. You were... We were talking about something with the kids before Yeah, basically... I had a conversation with one of my friends and she was telling me about a friend of hers whose son in high school um, just had a baby with another high school student. But prior to the person having the the child having the baby and when they found out that the girl was pregnant, the mother went to the, the other girl's mother, went to the girl's mother and said, yeah, like, basically, she needed an abortion, basically. How long? And the mother was like, oh, we don't believe in that. So, now, push forward, I guess nine months, probably, probably eight months later, she has the baby. Now, she's telling her son, oh, you're, 
thing is on hold about you going to college and all that. He plays basketball. He's really good at it. So what are you, and she's saying, oh, that's all. You got to stay here, take it. Why? I'm not understanding that part. Like, why would I stop my child? Because at the end of the day, he still needs to be able to take care of that child. That child a baby. He ain't going to know who the father is. (laughs) Like, he don't know who coming in and out his life right now. And then I guess my hope's position on it is it's already done. You can't take it back. It's done. So me as the grandmother, I guess I'm going to have to, because I want you to still live your life mm-hmm. and continue on and be successful, hopefully, I'm just going to have to eat that slack because I can't change it. It's already done. What what can we do to change it? We can't. So basically, first of all, it's two things. That was something I agree with. Yeah. Number one is... I know, and I know it's going to be a lot of backlash. And listen, this fucking grown and opinionated. (laughs) And these are my real opinions about it. If two people get together and you get pregnant and y'all didn't plan it or whatever, and we know how sex works, we got it. But then I say, okay, I would prefer, if I was the male and I say, hey, I would prefer you have an abortion. I'm really not in a position for kids or whatever. You then make the decision to have that baby. Who baby is that? (laughs) Would you say God's baby now? Because you're taking my right to choose. Everybody's like, oh, well, it's the woman's right to choose. But what about the man's right to choose? So now you're taking my right to choose. And now you're making me do something I don't want to do. I don't want to be a father right now. So apparently you want to be a mother. Look, apparently you want to be a mother. So, (laughs) Or your mother making you be a mother. (laughs) And that's the craziest thing ever. I think that's crazy. Like, you push it. Okay, that's your belief. Okay, this is your child. Do your child really believe that? Do you think your child will be affected if she gets an abortion? Come but on, I guess that, that. Let's go. <laughs> you going down I guess to this the clinic. question would be then, if you say that, then the part would be that, um, is that if they don't have, like, what if the girl say, well, I don't believe in abortion and I want to have the baby. And you believe otherwise, then you're you know, in a position. down the street, right, little girl? And see? <laughs> and you you want to go get yourself emancipated, right? Girl, bye. But that's the thing is that you're basically saying now is that, okay, well, this is my belief, and you got to go along with it. And you're saying, well, ask her if that's what she believes. But what if her belief is not the... That's true. Then you're going to say, oh, well, now I don't care about your belief. <laughs> like, yeah, you true. can't do that. But then now the father... It's her decision... Let me be clear. It is the girl's decision to make. Um, not the mother's, not the baby father, nobody. It's her decision to make. However, I disagree with who should be responsible for that decision and who should have to live with the consequences of that decision. If she makes that decision, as a parent, come on, we're going to support our child. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to not support you because you made a decision Correct. I didn't like. Correct. Um, but on the father's part, no. If he feels like, listen, this isn't what I want, and you're making this decision on your own, he should be allowed to say, peace, call God if you need anything, pray. You're a single mother. <laughs> Go on Facebook. I hear he's on there all the time. Everybody always talking about, I want to tell God, so just do whatever you got to do. But don't call me about it. I don't think I would go that far <laughs> like that because I think I would step up in place of my child. Why? Be- 
it was a mistake. It happened. We couldn't change it. We tried to change it. We couldn't. In that part, I do agree. Like, it should be like, listen, I told you I ain't want no child. But once the child is here, that child shouldn't be neglected because he's not going to be neglected. He's just not going to be not gonna have taken a, care of uh, by, by your side of the yeah. family. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair because now the child is suffering for his parents. Why? How you know he's suffering? Because he don't have his father in his life or, or his family. He don't so, know all his family. That doesn't mean he's suffering. He's going without without knowing his father. Okay, and trust me, there's some people who probably say, I wish I didn't know my mother F father. Like Yeah, but what's not you a know them, but they're still there. I guess it's kinda um You're missing you out. Well, how you know they missing out? You're assuming that they would be missing out or they would be at some type of disadvantage or hurt because their father's not who's to say that? But who's to say they won't? Nobody. I'm not saying they won't. I'm just saying they... Yeah, but it's still not fair to the child not to have both parents. Life isn't fair. Yeah, so. life is not fair, but some things, if we don't have to make it unfair, why? Like, you're going to come across a lot of things in your life that's not going to be unfair, but this is one that I can control to not make it unfair. Well, no, because so, the father basically couldn't control it. Because if he could control it, he wouldn't be here. So he has no control over it. Okay, so but then, now that the child is here, he control whether or not he's still going to be in that child's life. Yeah, and he, he can, can make a decision that. and say, I don't want to. I didn't want the baby. I'm out. And then the baby can have a great life. No, a, 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 a child, because I grew up without my mother. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, so that's what but, I'm saying. No, I'm not saying that their life is going to be totally bad, but who does not want both parents? When you know they're there. Uh, I don't know. I guess some people would. I guess we have this um, idealistic image of a family in our minds. And we see it all the time on TV. And that's probably why we have it. But I'm who's to that say. have to be in the same household and all that. But who's to say that those, having both of those parents are going to be a good, is going to be a good thing for that child. Maybe it would make the situation worse. And I tell my friends this all the time. Like, um, some of my friends who are older in age, and um, when they talk about having kids, and they're really not in relationships or something like that, I'm like, maybe you should consider a sperm donor. because. And they're like, well, you know, the, the kid don't have no father, this and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but then you're going to have to raise a child with a man that you don't have a real relationship with. Then who's to say y'all going to agree? So now any disagreements, y'all back and forth, y'all fighting, y'all going to court. Then you have to split parenting time with this person because you can't control whether he wants that or not. Because he may say, oh, I don't want nothing to do. I'm going to just give you the sperm and then you can have at it with this baby. But then when the baby comes and say, oh, you know what? Yeah, now I want the baby and I'm going to take you to court. And you know what? I really wasn't making that much money. So now you could pay me child support. Um, when I had the kid, I mean, you can't control that where you could have just had a sperm donor and that would have been that and you could raise your child and your child would have more than likely been better off than to have to go through this fuckery. But how you know your child would be better off? Because no child would be, you think that a child would be in a good position if their parents are fighting about custody, parenting time, child support. Um, you don't know what type of environment, like, they're being but Yeah, but they're, they're, they're being, um, they're fighting over that, and then what if the father wins? And he provide a better life. We don't know that. Just the same way you said before, we don't know that. What if the, the father wins, and now he's with the father, and that life 
turned out to be better than if he would have stayed with his mother. But yeah, but then it's still, you have that position where now the mother is having, because if she's fighting, she wants to be there. Yeah. So now you're still, you still have a child being torn between two people and it's back and forth in the fighting and things like that. I mean, it's just not, I don't want to say that it can't be, because of course, if I could predict the future, trust me, I would be sitting here picking out lottery numbers <laughs> rather than deciding who going to be a good baby daddy. <laughs> but, it can be avoided. What's the point of going through that if you don't need to? Okay, the same way. What's the point of going to if that child's growing up? They're like, where's my father? Where's my father? When you knew you had this child, you could have been in that child, and that child wouldn't have to worry about, and oh, when they ask my father? Me, I would say, they say, where's my father? I say, listen, T-Dog, listen. <laughs> God is your father, and God has provided for you very well. And that child don't go to church now. What are you talking about, God? That's a super religious mom. <laughs> like you ain't take me to the church. church. Or I would tell him, "Oh, you know what? Listen, T Dog, I need to talk to you. Um, your dad died. So now you're going to lie to the child. Yeah. What difference okay. does it make? So I'm gonna tell him. Oh, okay. So let me tell you. Where okay, your dad now you, okay. Now you say that. So you just want to deal with the lie when it if it pops up if the father come around like now. You know what? I got hit by a car. I saw the light. Now I want to be in my child's life. And, now and then they come to me, and I'm gonna be like, "Who are you?" And then I didn't take you to court. Now you're going through that whole. Well, battle. now you take me to court, and this kid is what ten. And what what are you gonna say? I think yeah. I'm his father. And then you take a paternity, and then judge is gonna take take a paternity test. And I'm and say, now you take well, a paternity test. Well, no, I'm gonna test. say no. Your Honor, I know who's my child father. It isn't him. I think he's doing this just to interrupt my life and this and that. Okay. And then the judge is going to say, well, this kid is like 10. So either she knows the father or God's his father, but we deny. Why did you 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 think the judge is going to deny that man? After a certain amount of years. How is that? right to take a paternity test. He doesn't have a right. 10 years, that's it? I don't think he has a a right after a few years. You don't think. But because I would have to agree, basically, that, um, oh, so this is the segment where we get into fake legal advice. <laughs> Don't, <laughs> please, please. But if I go to court, so I would have to, as the mother, I would have to agree to that. Because you can't just come for my child. That means that some man walking on the street right now could come, take me to court, file a complaint against one of my kids and say, um, oh, I think I'm that child's father. Then I have to go to court, defend against this, and uh, subject myself and my child to a DNA test for what? I have to basically, or it has to be, and my kid is grown as fuck? For what? I'm not on welfare. I'm not on anything. For what? Now, if you're on welfare, it may be different because they sign over their rights. I'm really not real clear on how that works, but from my understanding, they sign over their rights for that part of it, and welfare goes after to try to find a father. So if a man did come and say, hey, I think I'm no, that they, child's father. Or they, they could just go in there because basically you just have to comply with child support. So if you're on welfare, so they probably go in there and make up a name. But no, say, if oh, a man say, but if a man came and filed a complaint, say you're on welfare and I'm on um, Big T-Dog and I go to the courthouse and I say, I know Jabrilla. I, I think that's my baby. She got that eight-year-old. That's my baby. And I filed a complaint. Because you're on welfare, wouldn't welfare be the one responding to that complaint? Yeah, because welfare is basically the plaintiff. Exactly. And then welfare would say, because they have an interest in getting somebody to support the kid. So they'll say, yep, 
come on, you're going to swab them up. So that would be a difference because welfare is basically agreeing and saying, look, either you let him swab mm-hmm. you or we are cutting your benefits. And that's how that goes. But if you're not on welfare, who going to force you? And then you got to prove that it's in this child's best interest to have a relationship with you after 10 years. Really? Okay, what if it's not 10 years? How many years? Because one year, let's say like a four-year-old. Four-year-old. So basically what would, remember, there's fake legal advice because uh, Sasha Benita Brown and Jabrilla are not authorized (laughs) to give any legal advice. Um. But if you were forced, so then you would go to court and they would still do it. What's going on with the kid? Like, do you have somebody else supporting the kid? Um, if I say, yeah, I got this man and, you know, my kid knows him as a father. They We've been living together, this and this and that. And blah. No. No. You got to get laws. You set on your rights as a father. So what's the um, time on it? I guess I would say that it depends. It would be, you know how this goes. It's case by case. So you can't really say what's so the hard, really no time fast time limit. But the older the kid gets, the harder it's going to be to do. Because it's like you're going to interrupt this kid's whole life. So now you got to balance the interest between this kid having his life interrupted by this man. And then what if he's not the father? So then you got to okay, deal with so that. Okay, so now what is the situation? Because it is case by case. Now, what if you have a situation where you knew this was a job, but you come in and you start lying just the same way she's lying. So you come in there like, she never told me. I seen her out one day, the child's older, and I looked at this child. He looks just like me. Okay, it still be case by case. Now we need to know so, what's going on with the child, what's going on with the mother. And so a judge is still denied his man because it's not like I didn't want to take it. I never knew about the child. It's basically about knew. the child. It's the best interest of this child. So while you may feel, because the thing is, is that just because it's not always in the best interest of a child to have this person around, just because he may be the biological father, it just may not be in that child's best interest. And Definitely, if the person isn't on welfare, if you're on welfare and nobody's you ain't taking, got no rights. they just wanna, yeah, you basically gave up all your rights. You don't have any Government rights. Government got your rights. Yeah, so that's gonna always be a lose. But if you're taking care of everything on your own and you don't have any involvement from the courts and you don't have, trust, I mean, not the courts, from welfare or anything like that, trust me, yes, you could just basically say fuck them. But what happens is that women, we get stupid, we like, and they tell them, well, your child's going to be hurt by not knowing they father. And this and this and that. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. Uh, I guess so. And then they do all of that. And then he's not the father. Now your child hurt because now your child thought he was getting a daddy. And now he ain't getting shit because you were a thought. So leave the shit alone. Like, well, leave you it know alone. you a thought. You know it's, it, it can be five people. Like, now that's it's just like, come on now. Don't, don't even waste your time. Don't even, don't even embarrass yourself. Say embarrass no, that child. No, 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 that no. child looking at you sideways. Every time they see you talk to a man, you sleeping with him? Is he the one? Is that him? <laughs> now your child know you just a hoe. So, but I guess we kind of got off the top. And yeah. then, well, we got to that part, but also to the other part about whether or not the kids should give up his life. Because what were they proposing that this kid do instead of going well, to I think it's just I think it's just his mother. I don't know exactly what else she thinks that he's going to do besides going to college because 
He still got to have a life. He still got to provide for if he still wanted to be in this child. Somebody got to make the income. This, the mother, she still probably go to school because her mother, like, she didn't believe in abortion. So I'm taking it like you stepping up to do what you need to do for your grandchild because you like, yeah, I made you have, I ain't make you have this baby, but, you know, I'm the one that said you having this Hold baby. On. Well, now, I'm not, <clears throat> and I knew a person like that. I'm not a fan of that shit. Now, if they have, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. If the girl has a baby, you're not going to get this full college experience because that's not real life. People who have babies young do not go away to college and live a college life and party and do everything like well, people who don't have kids. I had a friend on campus that was like that. Yeah, I know somebody else. And I'm like, that shit is not real. That's not how life works. Now, everybody know I got 50 million kids. I had them forever. I had the first one when I was like maybe 10 and a half or so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had all these kids forever. And um, this is why I say we should talk about it on here. When I was in high school, oh, my God, the teachers, I mean, it was like maybe one or two people who didn't. But everybody who saw me was like, oh, you should drop out of high school, go get a GED. You need to get a job so you won't be on welfare. You're not going to um, be able to do anything. Th- yes, this is what the people literally said to me in my face. And had I not been... Um, my mother's child, maybe that would have got to me, but it didn't. I waddled my fat ass around to my classes with my little Adidas slippers on, like whatever. You can say whatever you want. Did what I had to do, worked or whatever. Then when I went to college, I faced the same thing. They're like, oh, well, you need to go do this. You can't really um, go to school full time. You can't do this. I'm like, don't tell me what I can't do. Mm-hmm. Now, was it easy? Absolutely not. But you got it done. Not. I had to work, which eh, I will go there another day. I think that was stupid of me to work. But my pride and my ego, I wanted to be like, I take care of my kids. I Nobody take care of my kids. I do. Um, looking back, it was stupid. I should have just <laughs> went to school and focused on that. But I worked. I went to school. Before I went to school, I had to drop them off at daycare. I had to make sure my classes were done so I could pick them up from daycare and then get them to the next place so I could go to my jobs. I mean, it was hard, but I signed up for that when I had these kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you I don't make it work. Right? I just don't think that people. I hate these people with this defeat whatever. But defeatist, defeatist attitude. That okay, you had a baby. It's not the end of the fucking world. Do, like, keep going. So now this kid, the um, kid in college, okay, yeah, if you have an opportunity to go away and to do whatever in college, go. Do whatever you're going to do. Well, in this situation, number one, because you ain't fucking signed up for this baby. Exactly. But had my son signed up for the baby and said, yeah, ma, I just want to have a baby. I want to do whatever. I would say, listen, okay, so what are y'all going to do about schooling? Mm -hmm. Because you still got to go to school. So... you You're going to have to go to a school locally mm-hmm. because you need to raise, or she's going to have to move and go to the school where you're going, and y'all going to have to raise your family. This is what it is. But to say, oh, no, you got to stop, and, and then you need that to get a job. Happen because you figure he's in 11th grade, she's in the 9th grade, so by the time you off the college, she's still in high school. Oh. Well, yeah, that's even better because you'll be finished college by the time she finished. Hello? So now yeah. you're finished college. Now you take that child, let her go to college, let her finish her schooling. Now you're taking your responsibility of it because she did it for the first 
couple of years of the child life. Now's your turn. Now let her go and finish. Or y'all could get some help. I mean, like, and y'all don't even have to be together to do that. Yeah, like, but I, I just. But for you as the mother of the son, telling him like, oh no, your dreams are over. No, it's not. No, and now, please, because please don't tell your kids that. Please, they have enough people out in the world. I don't care how angry you, exactly. I don't care how angry you are, how upset you are, how disappointed you are with this child. Hey, I look at things. Once something is done, it's done. What can we do to move on? That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at the past. Oh, and I'm not going to keep on. Oh, you did this. Okay, you did it. It's done. Like now, what are we going to do about it? Exactly. Going forward. And I think that that's so, yes, definitely. Please, please, please. If you have kids and they get pregnant early or whatever, don't do that. Because when, trust me, when they get out in that world, there are hundreds of people telling them, oh, you ain't going to be anything. You're not going to be able to do anything now. You got the baby. Even when I started fucking working, I'm a grown-ass woman. Oh, well, you really not going to be able to do anything because you got kids and this and that. And people, I'm like... You fucking idiot! I'm sitting here with you. Like, what the fuck are <laughs> like, you talking what you about? Hey, great, everything. Hey, like, yeah, like, what are you talking about? But people see it that way, um, especially in our community. And then to go home and hear it the same way, like, then that's that's going to wear now, on if you. You would have had it from home and from the people. Oh yeah, you probably would have. I probably felt wouldn't have got exactly. I probably wouldn't have. So been now able. you would have been that statistic. Like, no, when you got and like that, I said, mm-mm. thankfully, like. I've always had a career goal, um, so that helped to always have a goal, which we need to work on that with our children, um, especially in the, in Jersey City and North. We need to expose them to different mm-hmm. um, careers and opportunities and have them with a goal. You need to literally sit your child down. What do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, it sounds stupid. It sounds um, like grade yeah. schoolish, but... It's the truth because if you talk to now, I know that um, both me and you have had this situation, and our kids want to go down similar paths. Mm-hmm. But you, you wouldn't know that unless you said that to him, mm-hmm. and then that's a goal he could work to. But imagine if all you see around you is people just working any jobs or at the fucking Blue Apron. Not that Blue Apron's bad, but this is all you see: Blue Apron, Post Office, Blue Apron, Post Office, and I hold. You don't see anything what else. Is A-hole? 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 What is that? Well, that's another place where everybody in Jersey City works. Oh, okay. But if you only see this, then you think this is all it is. When mm-hmm. there are other options. But there's no way to... And then you got to have that goal to work towards. Because if you're saying, well, I just... I want to make money. And I want to... Make money doing what? Goal. Exactly. That's not a goal. But you got to say, okay, if you were exposed to um, being an engineer... Or you're like, oh, you see these apps on the phone. I want to start making apps. That's a goal, and mm-hmm. that will help you. And it's something that's going to be to get them to the right way and the right exactly. path. Exactly, and, and you're always working like towards it. Exactly. But when your child don't know when they're younger, you just keep asking them. Maybe they're going to change their mind. Maybe they get into a class that influenced them to say, oh yeah, I like that. I think I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, when I was, I always I asked my son from the beginning, like probably from fifth grade up always what you want to be what you want to do yeah it was a wrestler back then <laughs> can you smell what the prince is cooking <laughs> he used to be a wrestler then for a long time he like i don't know so then when he started playing football at the age of 10 oh, i want to be a football player that's fine 
You got to be the best of the best, number one. And number two, you need a backup. Because if you don't make that, what else do you want to do? Mm-hmm. That's just a goal for as sports-wise. You still need a business goal, a fit, like another mm-hmm. career goal type thing. But just sports, okay, that's one goal, and we could work towards that. But that's your activity. What are you going to do in these schools, in these books? What I think that you have to, that? plus you have to encourage that. So if you're into sports, then you would say, okay, there's not only these players, there's this whole thing behind this. Yeah, he's a multi-billion it, dollar company. And he's thought about and it's that not just so on now, the field. Now he's like, um... You could do statistics. Sports medicine. He said sports medicine. He wanted to do statistics. Statistics was his first. He was like, because he knows stats and all that. Mm-hmm. And he knows... And he um he believes he's a good writer. So he know he could write, you know, write articles I mean, that, on that. I like, mean, so, so many other opportunities. He's really interested in that now. So... But that's the thing and is which, that you know the mining like the history like which I don't know where that's coming from. But <laughs> and that's how my daughter is. <laughs> but they need to be exposed to these things, and we need to encourage that exposure mm-hmm. so that they see that there are other things. And even like at the schools, y'all need to work better on these kids just being um, basketball, football players, and, and teachers. Teach well, teachers, Te- and it's, it's like. But, but there's so, so many yeah. other opportunities and we're so limited in our community because it's only what we see and what you're being taught. So you never know that you could be an engineer, that you could make apps, that you could do this, that you could design this, that you don't even need to have a job or anything, that you could create your own business. We're not pushing that on our children. Mm-hmm. Well, some people are, but not enough of us are yeah. doing that. And we need to have them exposed and guess to it. What? The they see this, the it's out there, and they notice, and because they notice, they have free rides for kids that want to just do science, science, engineer. engineer. You could get a free ride because it's not that many African Americans that's doing it. Yeah, we definitely need. I think aviation. You could get a whole free ride for aviation, like because y'all know. They know that the African Americans are not doing it. So well, because like, I guess come the to school thing- for free. We'll teach you. Come on. I was about to say. I guess the whole thing is this: is that if you were, um, most people learn about jobs and careers based on what their parents did, correct, and what they see. So if your parent, where if back because of racism, that um, I don't even think there's that many black pilots. So more than likely. If you were white, then um, that's the only way you would know, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. my father's a pilot, so that's something I can mm-hmm. do. Um, other jobs that we have, oh, my God, I was telling you, when I was down in um, in Newark, and you see all of these people jumping around in the wreckage room, and you're like, well, did I miss the fucking memo? What's going on in here? <laughs> And because we're, we're not being exposed or we're not inquiring enough. I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, and I'm nosy as fuck. So I'm always asking a question. And then you know me. Once I see something and I be like, oh, okay, what you do? And you make money doing it? I come to you. I think we can make money doing it. We should start doing this. Uh, <laughs> um, when I go to the post office now, I see these people in line. And they're like, oh, no, I just need to drop off. And they got these boxes of packages they're sending. 
basically people because of the internet are buying and reselling shit on the internet so they are getting shit like how i said with the black soul mm-hmm. so for example somebody would literally be sitting in a house set up a store and that they're selling the black soap, reselling it on the internet. So now, you know the shop we got it for. It's $3 a bar. If you bought 50 of these bars, you know he's going to give you a discount. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around and sell them for 8 $9. I mean, people are literally doing these type of things, but we're not being privy mm-hmm. to it. So we're not getting interested in it. Um, we definitely got to do a better job of, of that. Um, I have a typical career. That most kids, I mean, because I was thinking about that, like, well, what am I doing about it? Maybe I should go to school and school. Yeah, but y'all fucking know about this. Um, I guess they don't. <laughs> I know, right? But they don't know the different facets of it. But y'all basically know about it. There are different parts of it that I'm sure most of them don't know about because I never fucking knew about. Um, but yeah, it's typical. I want some atypical stuff. Is that the correct word? Atypical. Are you asking no. the wrong person? <laughs> <laughs> you better ask Google. <laughs> don't ask your brother. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, and then one other thing I wanted to touch on with the kids, because this week it was bring your kids to work day. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I used to cringe at when I worked. When we had the job and they set up a more formal bring your kids to work day, I really, I like that. Yeah. Um. I didn't like it as structured as they had it towards the end, but because it was like, literally, it's bring your kids to work day, air quotes, but they're not going to be at work. You still will be working. We'll just take them here so you Mm -hmm. can still work. And I didn't like that because it took out the whole part of your kids seeing what What you you do do. Mm -hmm. and everything like that because they would take them over somewhere else and they would have them there all day and then they break for lunch. Come and get your kids for lunch. Then they go back, and it's like, well, how they seeing what I do? Yeah. They basically never know. But back in the days when they first started it and allowing it, it was less structured. So the kids will come to work with you. Oh, my God. We're going to have to take a little break. Oh, we'll be right back. Back. Uh, we should call you Pissy Brilla. <laughs> <laughs> hey, drink this water. Jabril, Jabril. Pissy, Jabrilla, pissy. Japissa. Japissa, yeah. All right, so we're back. Basically, we were talking about the um, bring your kids to work day, and I was saying, like, at our job prior to, well, uh, my old job, your current job, um, it used to be less structured. So you would bring your kid to work day, and they would sit at your desk with you, and they would be around and see your coworkers. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, Maybe then they started having, like, one thing they would do. You would take them over to the other building. They would do one thing, but then it would be over, and then they would still be able to come and see what yeah. you do. Um, the other way, I just, like I said, I didn't like. Because you didn't like which way? The one when they just sit at your desk with you? No, I like, that one was okay. No. I didn't like the other way. The structure where they were gone all day because it wasn't, the purpose of it was for them to see what you do. That too, but also to see where you work at and what do your job do as well. Uh-huh. So when they take them over there and they do that, you work for the, you you work where you work. <laughs> so they but, go and they see how everything is operated. So then when they come back to you, then that's on you. If you want to tell them exactly what you do, which I think was great because the place I think is different 
depending on where you work at. Where we work at is so many different departments. Yeah, but don't you think that the department that they were showing, once they set it up, they were showing the the the, the main thing, the main thing, but that everybody already knows about. Because like you said, it's a million departments in there and that there's people who can't even fathom what else that yeah. other people That's do true. there. They know that part. Everybody knows that part. Yeah. We see it on TV. We see everybody is familiar with that part. It's the other parts um, that we do that um, were being done that people are like, oh, I didn't realize that that, that was, was a part function. Of that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize. But then we're I taking that away from court. them. Yeah, we're taking that away from them for what? Yeah. Because what's the name? But what I used to cringe at is when people would bring their kids to work just to bring their kids to work, but do would do it all the time. Like, once in a while, I like to see the kid, but then it's like, uh, when they going home. <laughs> but, oh, my God, one time when I was working, this chick bought her son oh. every fucking day for a week. I was like, I'm going to have to make a formal complaint. Because then he, really? he comes to your desk, and you're like, and what hey, we do is kids shouldn't be there. You're like, hi, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. But then he's there, and you're like, all right, I'm fucking tired of entertaining him. Like, if I wanted to do that, I would be home. I'm fucking here to get away from mine. Now I got yours. <laughs> like, that shit annoys me. Like, once in a while, okay. But not just that annoying your coworkers. What we do, I don't think kids should always be there. You shouldn't be there at all. Well, I just because agree you have with them being the, there at all. Because you have the people from the outside coming in, and then you... How are you getting your work done, number one? Oh, that's If you got to see clients and all that, how are you getting your work done? You sit them in another uh, uh, empty cubicle, and then they making noise over there, and no. Mm-mm. But I guess that, well. Now, what if you get into it with that client? Y'all arguing, going back and forth. That child like, mommy, what's going on over there? You want me to help you? Know? Exactly. <laughs> I got your like, back. I don't, no, I guess that the thing is that. Um, and it's not safe. Now, your child get hurt. They ain't got insurance for that child. Yes, and that's another thing. I know you getting that from, um, cause I remember when I used to work there and then our friend and she said it and I'm like, you're just wrong. Like you're wrong. And I know you're wrong. Not that we provide legal advice because nobody's on this show is a license. No, it's not, I, don't, I know they you're can wrong. help you. You can sue everything. Did, yes, the child, the person would be covered. It would just be like if one of your clients, clients came in and they got hurt, they would be covered. Um, I was like, that's the, when they said it, I'm like, no, you're wrong. And I didn't agree with that person's position on it because they didn't have that position before. Mm-hmm. Um, that kid shouldn't come ever and all of these other things. They just got it. Oh, okay. But they didn't have that position. Because I'm not, I don't agree with that either. I think that it's okay because, in my opinion, you need to know your coworkers and you need to know certain things about your coworkers. And sometimes, let me tell you, you're going to have an emergency if you have kids where you may need to go run and get your kid or you need to do mm-hmm. something and somebody need to cover. We should be a team. We should work for each other. Now, day. as long as it's not on a consistent basis, like every day or my kid every got spring or, yeah. break and I'm just going to bring him here every day, that's a problem. But if it's like, okay, well, you know, um, they got out of the school call, they got out early I'm going to run and get them or whatever and bring them back here. I don't have any issue with that. And I think that we should stick together on that. Um, And then I also think that, yeah, your kids should see what exactly you do. And you can answer questions and things like that. 
Um, trust me, other people are bringing their kids to work. And I don't want to say just like other, but people who don't, I know I'm doing the air quotes, but other people are bringing their kids to work and that's how they learn the other things. We're being conditioned and told, oh, you shouldn't want them there. You shouldn't do this because of this, because of that, because of this, because of that. Then how your kid know what you do? Your position now is more of a typical one that, especially in the fucking hood, people would know about. But what we did before, people really didn't know that we would have that title doing that type of work. They didn't know that that's what, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They had a different expectation. And they didn't know all that it entails. And I think that, you know, it's, I don't know. I think that the exposure is good. But, yeah, that shit was wrong, wrong, (laughs) wrong. Um, and once I, yeah, cause I started my own business and yeah, once I get it popping and I hire employees, if they wanted to bring their kid, definitely as your, as long as the kid is old enough to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I bring my kids here often and my son loves it. He's like, Oh, you going to your work? I want to go to your office with you. Oh, um, one time I had a client though and he kind of like grilled him up and down and was like who is he or whatever but because now now at that moment that wasn't appropriate for him to be here mm-hmm. um because i was having a client whatever but there are a lot of other times when it's okay we don't need to have that strict line of work or your family yeah we can have both in my opinion and at your job definitely because you're not seeing clients every day no Um, but what I'm doing now, but before I understand, I agree with you, but what I'm doing now, I wouldn't want to only because of the dynamic, only because of who my clients are. Yeah. But you wouldn't bring them when they have a, when you have a client and they see them, but they do just pop up when they want to. And then at that moment, when when they they popped up, you would say, hold on. You would tell either somebody because they would understand True. That's One of true. your coworkers will understand. Oh, mm-mm. and because you're saying like, what if that person goes up? What if? Because that's happens? why I, I even took my pictures. I, you know, I used to have pictures up on my oh, on my desk, and I I took them down. Like, you know, you won't be seeing this. Please, you get I'm mad always... at me, and you like you see his name on his you see uh-huh. a football uniform. Oh, I know where that team at. Oh no, 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 no. Let me tell you, I will be in jail. You hear me? <laughs> You be under the jail. Yes. We'll have to get Serafina to defend you. (laughs) Um, But when I first started working, I didn't have any pictures, anything. I'm like, I don't want these people to know me. And only because people kept saying, oh, it's weird, it's weird. But then I got to the point uh, where I was like, I brought them in because people were saying, it's weird, it's weird. Then, like I told you, I thought I was getting fired. So I took all my shit home. I was like, all right, I ain't going to have nothing here. I'm going to just act like, what's the name? But then, at some point, I needed those pictures to keep me sane. Because I'm like, I need to remember why the fuck I'm here. Because I can't, I, I can't get it. Why am I here? And so, at that point, and that's when I knew it was time to fucking go. <laughs> like, I said, this is getting a bit much. But anyway. Why yeah, bring like just looking at myself? Let's grab his yeah, I know you're in love with him. Um, we 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 talked about that when they get the when he was just little. Oh my god, he got this one picture. Oh my god, it looked like he's just looking into a pretty puppy dog eyes. He got this oh my. puppy dog face. Wait, so you just sit there and just and I, yeah, I used to just look at it. especially that one picture. I love that picture. Oh my god, I love that picture. 
Okay, so on the next episode of Grown and Opinionated, we're going to discuss mothers who date their children. We did that already. <laughs> Apparently, we need to do it again. Because <laughs> that whole love scene right now. I do. I can't. All right, so let's get into who we're here for and who we're not here for. Okay. I actually have some mine. Oh, so, God. like I said, since this is all about the NFL this week, mm. it was draft. I am so... So here for Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders basically when the kids get drafted, um, and they go get their hat and get their jersey, you know, say they thank yous and all that, they walk over and he's like the correspondent. So he's talking to them. It was this one kid. Pissed me off. He came, um, this was the first round, so he must be good. And he had a picture of his grandmother. He's carrying this picture. Oh, okay, your grandmother passed away or whatever. So he was like, this is what I do it for. He's just yelling, this is what I do it for. I told on her deathbed that I was going to um, finish school. I was going to make it to the NFL. And I did it. I did it, Grandma. I did it, Grandma. <laughs> this is who I do it for. This is what. So then when he gets to, he's doing all this while he's just walking out. So then when he gets to Deion Sanders, he's still doing it, he's still doing it. He was like, oh, F that. He start, he cursed or whatever. No. He's like, F that. This is this is who the F I do this for. This is what we do this for. Or whatever. So Deion just looking at him. <laughs> like, these Deion. niggas are niggas. Yes. He's like, just looking nigga. at him. So then he goes to Deion, and he's talking to Deion. He's in the story over on why he, basically why he's yelling at because his grandmother, he told his grandmother, blah, blah, blah. So when he said, um, he was like, I ain't mean to curse, find me later. That part pissed me off. So now it's just showing me who you may be in the NFL. So you're going to do things knowing that your only consequence is a fine? Well, no, no, no. Because your consequence may be, um, Hey, yeah, I know we select, but it's time for you to go home. We've decided to go another way. Hello? Good luck. You starting off, like, I didn't like the whole way he started off. So, Dion was like, so Dion told him on the end, he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, man, I understand. You need to channel that energy somewhere else. Basically, put that in your game. Because Dion, he's been through that. He's no, been basically, he's telling him. Cut this nigga yeah, shit yeah, out. Yeah, he's saying cut that out, but also channel that energy somewhere else. So when it's time to, you know, do it and all that. So then when they go to leave, like when they, he's in hug, Dion whispering something in his ear. He probably telling him off. Because like, that's I just who he is. Yes. You fucking did yes. that. So I love Dion for that. Like, he don't care who you are. He gonna put you in your place. But he should have said, right. I get, well, no, he shouldn't. I was gonna say he should have said it a lot, but I guess not. Because, yeah. um, basically you like, want to look yeah. out for your own exactly. and say, Pull him to now. the side, like, look, exactly. you need to cut this so shit I love out that because... part. I love that part, and I love the fact that he said, yo, channel that energy somewhere else. Like, it wasn't like he was like, yeah, like, egg him on. Because, you mm-hmm. know, some people would just egg him on. And let him Like, and let him going. make this fool of himself. And I just totally hated that. But, okay. So, NF draft, NFL draft, this ain't NBA. Most of y'all are going to end up broke. Sad to mm-hmm. say, most of you are going to end up broke. Um, you have not yet hit that lottery. Relax. Hello. And the NFL, remember, with all of these moral clauses and all of these other things, and then just the sheer amount of people that they need on the team, the injuries. Um, I think the average career span is four years or four and a half years. And I was just talking about that. You make it longer than that. You're cold. Look, because look at oh, Marshawn Lynch. 
He retired at 30. Freaking 30. So he did he did good. Because you figure if he went in at 21, maybe, he had a good year. He had oh, a yeah, good he career. Had a good and now he's span. coming back. Mm-hmm. So he still feel like, you know, I still got it. Like, I'm still healthy. But the average, listen, yeah, those are the exceptions. Exactly. And remember, every team, how many players they got? Like 50, 60 players? So now, if it's only a handful of these people, it's not even um, hundreds of them. No. It's literally a handful of these people not only last that long, but get to that plateau. Because we don't see many commercials with um, these other guys. Like, you see the top ones. I see the ones with Eli, with his brother, Mm -hmm. um, the old guy that finally retired, Brett Favre. Oh, yeah. um, The what you call it, the guy with the dreads. And he's been in for a long time, too. I keep forgetting his name. He paid for the Cardinals, number 11. Oh, oh, I, I keep forgetting so. his name. But, but not many yeah. people are going to get to that level. And then if you get injured, hey, you may just be going home and without any salary or anything. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, you, you haven't hit that lottery. Uh, You're not well, an NBA player. so. And I guess it's still their immaturity. But come on, like, I don't know. I look at this. You know this is what your goal is. You, you know this is what you want to do. And I'm pretty sure you did a lot of research to, and you follow these people because this is your past. Just like my son, he's still in high school. He knows about majority of each of these players, their mm-hmm. life and everything. He actually did a paper in elementary on somebody, which I love that paper. But oh my God. God. It made it to their school newspaper. It made it to their school newspaper. Let me look at the paper and the picture together. Oh. But so I know y'all know. So y'all know the good and the bad of these mm-hmm. players. And 90% of them still gonna go that same, the bad route. But like, it's sad. They're not they really have... being, in my opinion, honestly, I don't think most of them are seeing the bad route. That most of them are not seeing it. And they're thinking, oh, what's the rookie minimum now for NFL? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the, the And if they even get that shit. Yeah. I know, like, yeah, I if they even the get something like that. But let's say they get $200,000 a year. $200,000. They like, oh, I'll be good, I'll be this, I'll be that, I'll That's be this. And we both are sitting here with at least $200,000 in debt. Like, and we are regular working people. So once you get to that level, everybody, yeah, um, cost of living, all of these things are going to go up. So you mm-hmm. may have two hundred, make it $200,000, but you're still not living like that. But they don't want to see that side or admit that side because they're like, oh, that person was a fool. How you can't live off a million dollars? I'll be good with that. Yeah, you're good now. Exactly, because you don't But wait till you get to that level. And then mama's calling, sister's calling, grandma's calling. That's what I say. You need a good, uh, you need someone you can trust, an accountant, and a lawyer. Mm, You always need a lawyer. Yeah, you always need a lawyer, but But you need that. You You need you a good lawyer and an accountant. And you need to be a business Yes, and a manager. And you need to be able to trust them. Mm hmm. That's the key thing with your relationships with those people. You need to be able to trust them, and you need family members by your side that just not yes men. Mm-hmm. You can't have them yes men by you. You had them yes men by you, you fell in. I'm sorry. You just fell in because they don't care what you're doing. They just still want to say yes. Oh, that's a good idea. No. And you need yeah, somebody you by your side. Have... Like, yo, that's stupid. What you doing that for? Like, 
So and you need a whole. Mm-mm. You gotta have a whole. They don't. And they you don't gotta get prepare that. for because I mean, you could. You think you're the best of the best of the best mm-hmm. of the best, and maybe you. It's are. always somebody out there to replace Place, you though. It's exactly. Like, y'all come a dime a dozen. Unfortunately, y'all do come a dime a dozen. It's so many good athletes out there. So many. Exactly. Like you would have to be, especially. Um, I guess that's my issue with the football part of it is that especially with football. Mm-hmm. Um. And they noticed, and they could change these rules at any time. And the NFL could change and provide them with more security, pay them more. They're making a ton of fucking money for these um, teams. There's no way that anybody should be making $100,000 or less. Because then remember, all of these people, some of y'all going to end up on the practice squad. Some of y'all going to end up Mm -hmm. third, whatever, fourth tier, whatever the fuck Mm y'all are, strength. And you may not be making that. And that's crazy. That's crazy. So, yeah, you may be able to live a regular lifestyle, but then your people going to be thinking, oh, well, he in the NFL, NFL they just he should be doing money. this. Yeah. And then you have that problem. So, um, yeah, and definitely don't get there and start looking down on people. Like, uh, yeah. make sure. Like, I love this one kid. You I think it grounded. Was, I think it was last year he was drafted. But you could say one thing and do another, but at least he was speaking correctly. He was like, they basically, they was in his home, whatever, following him or whatever. He was like, yeah, I just gonna, yeah, we live here. We're gonna just continue to live in this house. And, you know, it's like he had, he know what he wanted. He's not gonna just waste his money, go out there, buy this lavish home and everything. That's like, gonna lose no, it for because closure. Because they in their house and they had a nice house. Why do you need to move? Like, it's well, you know like my theory nice on that, like, that a lot of people, if you come from a good family and your family is already um, doing well, true, you have the, it's more likely that you're going to do well and yeah, be successful and true. not end up that way because you're already well, familiar you with it. you living in that shack in Mississippi and they done exactly. pulled you out and you like, oh man, I ain't got to share this bedroom with 10 exactly. other people. And then that's going to oh, get we you. We all getting bedrooms. And that's going to get you yourself. in trouble. Yeah, no. That's where you're going to get in trouble and then end up where you're in a position that now, okay, so now you get some money, you done bought all this stuff, so now your monthly income is twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a month, so now you got to keep up with that, and then the minute you get injured or they don't, what's the name, now you can't. Mm-hmm. So now everything's in foreclosures, everything's this, and then you're sitting around waiting for a pension from the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all got to really be smart about yeah. that. But, yeah, I'm not, um, it's basketball season, so I don't want to hear. Well, whatever. I'm here for... The people in Newark. Oh, my God. I was telling you the other day. I I wish I could remember the girl's name who was working in the records room, but I can't. But I'm here for her, too. Let me tell when you. When you say records, records and deeds. Yes. Okay. I'm so here for y'all because in my town, we don't have it like y'all have it. Um, You could go to our courthouse, to our city hall, to any department. You are not going to find all these damn black people. I mean, it's crazy. You will not find them there, yet we're all here. And all you know, when you have a city job, you have to live in the city. Okay, so where the fuck these people live at? All these white people at? (laughs) I mean... That's why I'm I'm just saying. That's why it's a lot that works in North because you have to prove your residency every year that you live in this city. Oh, so I get what you're saying. Basically... I understand what you're saying. Like, listen, 
damn near nobody else is living in North but us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, these people could get in here and fake like they live in here, but when it's time to re up, mm-hmm. they what are you going to do? You have a so year. they out. Yeah, you have a year. Oh, to okay. To move there so we need to there. implement that, but you know what? These white people, they would be able to hide because you could go in downtown. Sure. You could go in well, different parts. Oh, I need parts. to live there? Okay, I'll move there. Right yeah. by the water. Yeah, right or, or you could live somewhere else. New York. That's true, but I was just amazed at that alone. And I think that um, that's why they do it because when I was there, I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking down to me. Nobody uh, was treating me any type of way like I get treated in my own damn town. Mm-hmm. I felt comfortable. I didn't feel like I needed to act a certain way or do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, well, City Hall is actually a county job. I'm sorry. It's a county? I mean, it's the yeah. record. It's the county. County job. So, and they still... But I, I tell you, I, I I was there. I went to several buildings. I didn't see one damn white person. I saw some Hispanic, Latino, but I didn't see one damn white person, which, I mean, yeah. Oh, no, I did see a white person in the judge. But it's okay to have white people there, but the majority, if the majority of the people living in that town are black, when they go to these buildings, that's the face they want to see. That's what they should see. Because when you go to fucking Union City and you go to these towns where they're predominantly Hispanic or Latino, trust me, when you go in those buildings, somebody's speaking Spanish and somebody's there for you. They should have it the same way. So and then somebody there that's going to understand what I say. You know what I mean? She's going to say, I know what you mean. Girl, I told you. I said, everybody was giving me like that sister girl nod. Like, I got you, girl. I was like, all right, hi. But also, I think that um, it also does something like if you know that I may bump into these people in town. Mm-hmm. I may know these people. You're not going to treat somebody like shit. True. Because you're like, hey, I may see you out at the Pathmark, or I may see you somewhere, and I don't want you going off on me because of some bullshit. Only one person, one person during that whole entire day that I was there was on some bullshit. And I was like, yeah, girl, but it seemed like she had some identity problems, so I just left her the fuck alone. <laughs> and by identity, you know what I mean. Yeah. Hi, girl. <laughs> yeah, she said, hey, girl. <laughs> So I just left. I was like, whatever. You got bigger issues. But that girl in the records room, oh my God. I just love it. She was giving me life because she was just running the whole room. She was doing this. And then basically I wanted to learn something. Wait, and you know I'm nosy. So when I saw all the fucking people there, I'm like, what the fuck are all these people doing here? And she explained what they're doing. And I also asked somebody like, well, who do you work for? What are you doing? Um, and found out what they did. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I want to learn this because I may want to get in on this. And she was really patient, kind. She was like, but she was firm. She was on shit like, okay, this is what you need to do. This is where we keep the other books. This is how you do it. You got to make a copy. You get a car. You do this, this. Put that down. Stop taking pictures, yelling at people on all this out. But she was, and I was like, oh, yes, I'm feeling you, but... She didn't treat us any type yeah. of way. Like, oh, you don't know what you want to do. Oh, this ain't no class. I'm not here to teach you. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to figure it out. And I yeah. really, so I'm definitely here for her. I wish I knew her name. I'm definitely here for her. But I'm basically here for y'all Norkers this week down in Midi Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for y'all. When well, y'all, that wasn't Midi Hall. That wait, wasn't Midi Hall. Listen, are we going to just act like y'all went fighting over bad boy tickets like a year ago? <laughs> 
We don't forget about that. Y'all ain't do that. Y'all ain't do that. <laughs> that was on the other side of the other the other side of downtown. Yeah, yeah that we was up north, the hill. north 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 north. We up the hill. <laughs> but I'm here for y'all. So who are you not here for? Um, what did I say I was not here for? Oh, um, I think it was like the Cleveland Browns. Why? Because they took the first yes. pick. <laughs> Y'all try to make y'all team better <laughs> by drafting but a number one draft pick. Yeah, I'm saying that, but at the same token, I'm here for the Cleveland Browns because they made some good moves last Thursday night. They made good moves on Thursday night. They they really making a whole new team. Oh and so I'm God. here for that, but I'm just mad. I'm so it's a little hate that they took Jabril Preppers. I didn't really didn't want him to go there. Anywhere, but I wanted him to really be with a good team already so he could show out. But I can see where he will benefit with them because he going in as a safety, but he played like every position. So they could really use him on special mm-hmm. teams because the guy is fast. So they could use him on special teams, punt returns and all that. So I he may be a good fit, but I just didn't want him to go there. So Cleveland Browns, y'all suck for that one. Oh my god, don't how don't, dare y'all yeah, don't make yourself How that much dare better. you try to make yourself better? That much better. No. Fuck you improvement no. for. No. Stay but, down. Well, I'm not here in the sports related. I'm not here for my boo DeAndre Jordan. And let me tell you why. I'm not here for his shorts. I hate the way they fit. Why? Like, I don't know. It looked funny. I don't know if he's too, too tall. Well, he's like seven. Yeah. I, yeah I don't like the way his, they, 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 make, they need to get him some extra. I don't feel like the way it fit. <laughs> I don't. I was watching. I'm like, I don't like the way his shorts fit. Can you get, can you add some lint on his shorts? <laughs> it just, it just irked me. Like, I'm like, oh, my shorts well, like I guess that. I think because he's so freaking tall, he's like seven, three or seven. Like, yeah, I, it's I don't like crazy. Like, yeah. But, um, I'm, well, actually two people, cause I was watching the game when I came in from the office last night. I, I love the Clippers, but they games be late as fuck. Um, I was watching the games and I wasn't here for him. And I also wasn't here for another person. Um, but I wasn't here for him because I'm like, DeAndre, listen, boo, I love you. I love you. You got to learn how to shoot these fucking free throws. Like, this is getting ridiculous. He's a I don't think he made one free throw all night long. How good Shaq was. He made free throws, Yeah, but it's kind it of a... Yeah, it makes a difference. Handicap yeah. because... Like, where Chris Paul was able to bring in those points because he was getting fouled, and he would be behind the three-point line, and, of course, he'll throw the ball real quick. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to make that shot. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. helps. It's but, a shooting foul. You know that, right? Exactly. <laughs> but then when you have him, they are um, – I remember one year the San Antonio Spurs, they literally were like, hey, we're just going to keep following him because we know he can't make the shots, and then we'll get the ball again. And then at one point, Doc had to take him out. He, like – I have no choice. What can I do? They're going to keep doing it. It's going to keep costing us the possessions. And you're not making any of these shots. So he went to the line. They filed him. I'm like, come on, boo. Just one. Just one. And no, nothing. Are they bricks? <laughs> Are they ears? Are just hitting the rim? Yeah, he just cannot get it. But what I love that, well, most players do it. But I'm like, you know me, Petty. Um, when the other team shoots, they foul shots and they go in or whatever. He can't. Grab the ball. I'm like, yeah, rub some of that bad shit on it because <laughs> he cannot. And I'm like, how hard could, well, let me not say that yeah. because I don't play ball. 
But I'm just thinking that it seemed like it's a simple thing because it's shooting a ball. So couldn't you just practice shooting that ball? And I'm sure, like, it may be the, I don't know, it may be he's too strong in the, the distance. I'm thinking maybe, or he's. Yeah, because basically he could just lift his arm and touch the rim. Yeah, so and maybe dunk. it's like the distance. Because, like, you figure it's like a lot of big men can't shoot. Like, look at Shaq. He couldn't yeah. shoot up. What you call it? So maybe it's the distance and the strength. So they shoot and then they overdoing it. So then they try to go light and it's not enough. Oh, my. Maybe? And you can see know. on his face when he get there. He be like. <laughs> <laughs> and he like praying like, come on, one. None. None. I'm like, what the fuck? So, but they won the game. So tomorrow, game seven. I'm here okay, for the Clippers. Game seven? game seven tomorrow. Did you see, since we're talking about basketball, I just glanced over a little article. Um. Lonzo Ball, or his son, is clearing his uh-huh. clearing himself to go into the draft. Uh huh. And he's saying that he wants billion dollar endorsements for his son. So now all these people coming out, yeah, we deny like Adidas. Yeah, uh, saying that uh, we're not going to even look at him. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's like, why are you making this bad for your child? Just shut up. No, he don't let me want tell you. He want partnership. Well, let me tell you what's going to happen. If his son's if his son gets there and he does well and he's good enough, they'll come back and they'll call him. Trust me, trust me. So all he needs to do is prove that, yeah, especially as at that you keep saying, saying he is, and at that level, because it's one thing to be good college. in college; yeah. it's a whole other thing to be good against, against all these the other professional, exactly, exactly from across the country at least and college, other countries. At least in college, not everybody's great. Mm-hmm. So NBA, most of the time they all great. Like, right? That's basically how you get yeah, it. Exactly. So, so yeah, I wanna. Um, but, but I yeah. just need him, him to sit down, be humble. Like he, his father just need to shut up forever. Yeah, he just needs to shut up and just let it play out. Because my thing is, he's too vocal. If that's what you want to do, you don't gotta keep screaming it and yelling it. If they come to you, just be like, no, that's not what we want. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for this partnership. We looking for that. But to keep yelling it and saying all that, I don't. That part I don't like. But you got to remember, in the world we live in today, everything is about exposure and the attention you get. Because, hey, you know what? Him being so vocal and getting that attention, attention maybe exactly. So maybe. Um, some team, because you know all of these teams they have, um, in the league, some of these teams you never even fucking hear of, nobody check it for them, but then they'll sign him just so people could check for the team to see if he's gonna play well. Yeah, but then also, he may get the, um, part that may hurt them too, like, cause they be like, if we sign him, we know we gotta deal with his father. I don't wanna deal with him. He's Mm -hmm. a prick. (laughs) So, that may hurt him too. It could go either yeah, way, it but go it could. Way. I, I hope mean, he gets picked up because that's, I guess that's his passion, his dream, or whatever. But for you, just your father just need to shut up. Yeah, you like, need to learn when to shut up. Like, especially once you make it, he needs to really calm down. You, make I guess that that's the thing down. is that he's trying to show that he's so great, he's so good that they're not concerned. Because, like I said, if he gets in the NBA and he does well, oh, trust me, Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. All of these people, they will be calling. They will be calling. Um, especially if you have, like, a following behind you mm-hmm. and you're doing well and you get on some team and you got it shaking, they'll call. They will call. You're not getting a billion see, dollars. I want to really see how this plays out. Oh, no. I was about to say, you're not getting a billion dollars. When's you think the, you um, fucking LeBron? Oh, I don't know. 
How you don't know? You're supposed to know when to end your own stuff. I really don't give a fuck. We gotta find out. I was about to say, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't give a fuck. Um, I think it's a kid from North that's going in. Really? That'll be exciting. And they do pretty well. Um, and also, um, so then when I was watching the game, um, they during the game they showed the press conference with Chris Paul, I guess from the last game, and the reporter asked oh, yeah. him, like, um, do you think y'all gonna make it to Game Seven? Right. What? What you say? <laughs> and I just was so upset because I'm like, he's clearly baiting him, but. The NBA, NFL, y'all make these players come and do these things, and then y'all don't provide them any, I would kind of say, like a gate or some type of block for these two, um, stupid type of thing because he's still a human being. Mm-hmm. And this guy is clearly baiting him. There's no way you wanted to ask a professional player on the team, do he think he's going to make it to the next round? You didn't want to ask that. But you want to throw him off, get him upset enough to say something bad because then it'll be going viral and things like that. And that's just not fair to these people. Mm. They are fucking human beings. But I was just so pissed off at that guy. So I'm not here for you. But I am going to be there tomorrow for the Clippers. Who's going tonight? Uh, wait, who's still in? Because Raptors won. Who? The Raptors. The beat Raptors the beat the no no no. What's on, who was the, the Bucks? So the Celtics was playing oh Bulls Bulls they still so they still in so they're playing okay. I believe they play tomorrow though because tomorrow is going to be the Clippers in Utah again and then I believe it's going to be the Bulls and um Celtics. Celtics and then on the other side I think everybody else is pretty much done. I don't think there's anybody else still playing. What about the um Hawks? Oh, Atlanta and yeah. um Oh my god, the Wizards, but they're not done either. I'm not sure, but I'm I know sure. what's the name because um I don't follow it. Fucking Golden State, they've been done. Yeah. They were four and zip. Um and the Cavs is done. Oh no. Oh wait. Boston Celtic the Celtics was yesterday. So oh, they're won? done. Who won? The Celtics. Really? They came back. And the Wizards won, so that series done. Oh, the Wizards beat the Hawks. Mm-hmm. So they're oh, done. Wow. I gotta tell you something funny about the Celtics, though. When I was at my aunt's house for Easter, I told her, I said, "Oh, the game on! I'm about to watch the game because I pressed the menu, the guy." And she said, "No, I think that's one of those old games or whatever." She, I said, "Why?" She said, "It's the Celtics, and it's Isaiah Thomas. It can't be on." <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. I was like, oh my God. Mm. Oh yeah, so then tomorrow round two will start. Um, oh, round two starts? Because they both teams finish. That they so finish. round two will start between the Wizards and the Celtics. So it's going to be the Wizards and the Celtics round two. Hopefully and the then Clippers and Utah Jazz now, I want, for round what one. What you call it to win because of his sister? I feel bad for him. He's hurting. So you don't want him to win because he's fucking five, six, seven. And the fucking NBA, like, that's a challenge in and of itself. There's a lot of short people that was in the NBA. That were. Now, damn near everybody, it would be, let me tell you, honestly, you would be hard-pressed to find somebody under six foot now. In the NBA? Yeah, and not not only under, maybe you'd be, nah, not even, they don't Five even 11? want to. 
maybe you would be 5'11", but to be, I think this guy's like 5'8", or some maybe shit like that. Well. I mean, that's crazy. When they got like, everybody has seven footers on their teams, it's just no big deal. Oh, you were right, your people are Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? I said you were right. It's one seventeen. All right, let's wrap this up because I got. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what to say? Like what I was right about. What you got to do? Well, last minute yesterday, my friend, uh, my son, friend, um, he's having his birthday is tomorrow. He'll be eighteen, and he's having a cookout party. dinner. No, a cookout dinner uh-huh. today. He's like, oh, ask your mom will she make something for my cookout party? Yesterday. Like what the And you say no. Like? No, I said, yeah. I like the kid. Pussy. <laughs> I like the kid. Like, now. So, All right, so we're going to um, we gonna get out of here then because Jabrilla needs to go make some meatballs. Wait, are you going to go to the store? You going to get the frozen ones from Heck the yeah. thing? Yeah. I cannot. I can't. No, because they need it by four. So I still got to go to the store and get them. Then I got to come back and cook them. Let me go up the damn block and cook them. What are you cooking? What are you making? They frozen. So what you want me to do? Just throw them out and serve them? You put them in the damn thing and heat them up. You're not cooking. They're going in the oven and baking. You're what not you cooking. Mean? Yes, I'm cooking. You're warming up. Oh, well, whatever. Then I put barbecue sauce. I, <laughs> I juice it up. I put my own seasoning on it. She made it seem like she was going home, chefing it up, rolling 50 <laughs> meatballs by hand. <laughs> no, no, no. Throw them out the I, bag. I season can. it up. Let I it cook, can't. barbecue sauce, let it cook again. I can't. I can't with you. Yeah. I can't. But, all right, so we're going to get out of here. Remember, the episodes are available every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Uh, we having an issue with YouTube. We got to fix that. And then um, make sure you subscribe, share. We're on Twitter. I'm at JMO About. And Jabrilla is at Levine to you. And we're on Instagram at grown underscore and underscore opinionated. So be sure to leave us a comment. Um, and don't forget to s- subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and family. So we'll get out of here. We'll see you next week. Grown and opinionated. Out. <laughs>